0: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell.
1: Well, we're grown men, but when it comes to getting a new set of toys, we're pretty much like little kids, really. And uh, David King is out getting a new set of toys at the Peninsula Kingswood Golf Club and pretty good new set of toys from what I understand. Um, to tell us about his toys, he's on the line. We're going to King. Great to have you on.
0: Hey, uh, Dueno, it's uh, great to be down here at the Callaway uh, new launch of the Paradigm Driver and uh, obviously the uh, Fairway Woods and whatnot. The uh, the new sticks, they still go a little bit left and right for me, but for the other boys here, they are smashing them.
1: So were you always a big Bertha kind of Callaway man, or and how's the evolution of your Callaway set going?
0: <laughs> no, I stick with the old Callaway set, to be honest, but... Uh... Uh, they're launching a new product today, and I'm sure you'll see it everywhere. It's, uh, it's amazing, the major technology they put in the golf clubs these days. I'm just down here at the moment admiring what uh, Brendan Favola and Max Gorn are doing, just smashing everything along. It's a different game they're playing to the rest of us.
1: Uh, so tell me a little bit about the new sticks while you're there. I mean, I'm a, I'm a reformed golfer. I used to play three times a week uh, back in the day before I escaped the cult that had its clutches into me so much that so that I'd... I used to go down to ranges and hit balls on my days of not playing. So um, it's still got its hooks into you. Tell me a little bit about the new range. Look, I love it. I love the game.
0: It doesn't love me back, Dwayne. But uh, <laughs> no, the, new, the new sticks, <clears throat> I think that whenever they bring out a new a new model, the, the technology is just ridiculous. We've seen what it's done in the professional game. And Johnny Rahm's already had some victories with this new driver, So Tusu working. So they're all playing great golf at the moment with these new New sticks, um, so they're about to hit the shelves. And I know the drive is about $1,000, but it, like you said, new toys. It's like getting a new Sharon Duane for us. Yep. They smell just a little bit better than the old one um, until they become the old one. So we'll see if we can get one for you today.
1: Uh, well, what about a nice sandwich for me? That was always my difficulty area, uh, uh, not getting under the ball at the right time and uh, just uh, shanking one straight out the front. Over the top of the green. Um, tell me, who are the celebs down there? You've got Ash Barty down there as well, have you? Well, I haven't seen a couple there. I saw Jack Rewalt, I saw Tommy Lynch down here. Uh, Fev's
0: in this little group and Max Gorn that I'm with. Um, so there's a few yeah, I saw Glenn Maxwell having a hit before. Uh, there's, there's a heap of different different guys. Joel Selwood's down here. Tom Stewart's down here. So there's mm. quite a few. Um, there's a big group of people down here today. So I haven't seen all of them yet. They're just in little sections, in little pods, if you like. So, no, it's been it's been very exciting.
1: So the old and the new Geelong captain down there?
0: Well, it, may, it may well be. It may well be. I mean, you were there last night, you tell
1: us. Oh, he looked like he was a leader there last night. He and Patrick Dangerfield. Paddy hasn't missed a beat, to be honest. One of the things I noticed about Paddy last night, remember he cut up rough when he got his elbow twisted last year? Uh, he was very grumpy about it. He still had strapping on the elbow last night, so it must, be, it must have been pretty bad. I
0: haven't seen the Cats as, as of yet, and I'm itching to get down there, but it's one of those oh. ones, and as you, you pointed out this morning or earlier this afternoon, that they're only letting a few in, Dwayne. So it's a, it's a big risk to go all the way to Geelong and get knocked, knocked back uh, to turn around and come home. So I'm looking forward to seeing them over the next couple of weeks. But they ball reports for those that uh, that are able to get in and watch they tell me that they're absolutely flying and it's a it's a slicker game plan than what was even evident late last season
1: yeah look I had to get a security guard to let me in and uh, head up the right left and go out the right entrance and um, but I can tell you Kingy last night it was ridiculous they were efficient it was a very professional um, really Used their time well last night. There was no messing around. But Ollie Henry was the standout. A uh, Jay Clark looked good. The kid they picked up in the draft. I thought Ollie yeah. Dempsey looked pretty well. They tried Max Holmes in the middle for a lot of centre bounces. Even though they rotated a heap of guys through there. In fact, when Jay Clark was in there, he just kept getting it. Uh, Danger was in there for quite a bit. He hasn't missed a beat. Or in fact, he backed up, backed into a couple of packs last night. Patrick Dangerfield, where I thought, why are you doing that? But that's the kind of commitment that. You know, if you're going to be a um, prospective captain, you have to show. Um, they were pretty good last night, but Ollie Henry was a standout by a mile.
0: I, I think the one that you, you, you're talking, i mean, they're not looking for a lot, are they? They're just looking for no. some marginal gains to to go with the competition. And yeah, that Max Holmes in, in as a centre bounce midfielder will probably be the biggest impact on their midfield, given that Joel has uh, has obviously retired. Um, what that costs off field. We won't know for some time, but on field, gee, they're going to be hard to beat again this year. There's, there's no doubt about that. But the, the challenges are coming thick and fast.
1: I heard you and Kane talking earlier today. Kane's already written seven teams off, can't make the eight, which uh, was interesting. But I was, it was nice to hear him writing a few off early. Do you think? Uh, do you think some of the teams outside the eight that you've seen are they going to improve enough? Because the teams inside the eight, a lot of them have improved too. Yeah, well, look, we went over and had a look at Collingwood train this morning uh, with Josh
0: Gavlich and, and Lee Carlson from Fox Footing. We just tried to do our own independent top eight. They're, they're all over the place. I mean, it's, it's it's impossible to know who's going to be in, who's the top four, who's top eight, who's who's just outside the eight, and then that, there's always a next bracket back. There's always a bottom four or five, but. I don't think the West Coast will be as bad as what everyone's saying. They're not a two-win team like they showed last year. They're they're better than that. Their senior core players are going to be a lot healthier and therefore a lot fitter. So if you plug four or five senior core players back into any team, your fortunes change pretty quick. Uh, The Kangaroos really have played a a listless brand of of, of football for, for, for two years now. Um, that that'll that'll change dramatically. Does that realise itself in the wins? Who knows? But they're not a two-win team, in my opinion. Um, and then you go to GWS new coach. Who knows Hawthorn? You know, Sam Mitchell second year. A uh, lot of lot of youth. But who, who knows? I mean, it's very difficult to say this team's going to win six games, eight games, ten games. Well, what we do know is that the top ten or eleven teams. There's not a lot splitting them at the moment. We're in for an unbelievable season coming.
1: So who do you think's improved the most, given that, I mean, I saw Jack Bowes playing through the midfield last night. I mentioned Ollie Henry as a great addition, um, and Jay Clark, one of their recruits. So they've, even though they've lost Josh Selwood, they're going, to actually, they're going to look good and improve a little bit. We know the Lions have improved with their list with Dunkley and Gunston, et cetera. I heard you and uh, Kane talking about it earlier today, whether their defence might be a flaw. We know the Melbourne's improved, and you were really bullish about how well they've been training pre-season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm a I'm a massive rap for Melbourne. I have had to probably lock in my you know top two or three. Melbourne would be be right in there at the moment. The way they prepare is 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 almost just you know gloves off. We're going for it minute one pre season, and they've been unrelenting. There'll be there'll be more exposed youth, I think, in the Melbourne lineup uh, earlier in the season than what we've seen. They've been a very settled lineup for a little bit long now. I mean, you're winning flags or contending. It's easy to get set in your, in your sort of top 22, top 24 type list or top um, representatives, I think they'll expose more youth this year and try and reinvigorate around the edges. And, and as I said, young guy named Howes is doing a fantastic job down there, Van with we've, uh, we, we've talked about. Uh, I think he's almost a lock now for round one, provided he gets there reasonably healthy. So they'll expose different talent. Um, so for me... I. I you're talking about brackets, aren't you? What are you looking for? Like Melbourne are looking to spike back to, to winning the flag. You've got, you've got the Western Bulldogs looking to do the same with massive inclusions. It's a real wild card to see what they're going to present. So they're they're, the, they're probably the two for me that I think are, are back in full contention. There's no surprises. Brisbane line getting getting uh, Josh Dunkley makes a huge difference. I still worry about that that key post down back, um, but they're all they're all chasing Geelong. But the gaps, the gaps in the comp are not that big.
1: And I said, uh, Jay Clark, Jay Clark, of course, who looked pretty good last night. So uh, just to clarify that. Um, hey, I better let you go back to swinging some clubs. Um, who are you watching over the weekend? You getting to see anyone play? And um, uh, do you uh, know what games you broadcast? You would Lee Carlson. What games have I got? Got <laughs> well,
0: some bad news for you, Dwayne. Uh, no. <laughs> We're just looking forward to getting back and watching footy. We're, we're, we're missing footy. I'm, now, there's a bit of a bit of a void in our uh, in our sporting calendar right now. So everything focuses back on these clubs. And in a couple of weeks, uh, they'll be going full bore. Can't wait, Dwayne.
1: Good to have you, Kingy. Always great to have you. They're down at the Callaway launch. So if you want to check out the new Callaway range, it is now available. You can check it out online, Callaway and Kingy at the Peninsula Kingswood Golf Club as part of that um, A-list entourage. Brendan Favola's down there, Ash Barty's down there, Glenn Maxwell. Gee, he dropped a few names. I thought I was good, but uh, he dropped a few names, David King. Back to your calls after the break. one 736 I'll play you what Kane Corns had to say today about seven teams um, he doesn't think can't make the eight that he's written off already. And we'll take a couple of your calls on that. You're with Dwayne's World.